gracious and awesome Father God in heaven, we just want to say thank you. What a joy, what a privilege, what a delight it is to bring your word before you, your people. Holy Spirit of the living God, I acknowledge myself as nothing, asking that just as John the Baptist prayed and asked that may he decrease and may you be on the increase. Lord, I bring myself under the same statement that Lord God in heaven, you would increase in me, O God. That, Lord, even as I speak, your people will hear you, O God, and not me. And that your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, the greatest interpreter, I ask that you make the complex simple. And let the simple be believed in their hearts. And that your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Thank you, glorious God. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. I, I, I feel this sense of excitement within me. And I just want to say, God be praised. God be praised that all this year, 2021, we will walk in divine counsel in the name of Jesus. Amen. For those of us who happen to be, today is your very first time in the place of victory. Every month in the place of victory, we love to see our months, bearing in mind that this is not something we put a finger in the air and to wonder what is this month going to be no this is something that we have prayerfully sought the face of god for and we believe that this is what god is laying in our hearts as a people for the place of victory that this is what he would have us look into all throughout this month and how much more is it important bearing in mind that this is the very first month in um 2021 and I would have said how many of us need divine direction, but unfortunately or fortunately, I can't see you, but you can see me, but I acknowledge that you need divine direction. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. And so quickly, um, we'll be looking at a title this morning called um, Understanding Divine Direction. Hallelujah. Understanding Divine Direction. And the subcaption there is, how does God lead? Hallelujah. How does God lead how does god lead praise god you know um i i went on the internet and it said that around january one of the most popular things that people search for on the website is or sorry on google is around the subject of what is my purpose hallelujah or what am i here on earth for or what, what am I going to do in the course of this year? And this is that time where I'm not surprised if you that is watching me is even nursing that question in your heart. Mainly because you don't want 2021 to be like how 2020 went. But the glory of God is this, that he has decided that he wants to lead us in this direction. And I believe that he would meet your needs and your bugging questions in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Quickly go with me to um, a very wonderful text scripture um, in the book of Isaiah chapter 48. Isaiah chapter 48. And we'll be reading from verses 12 to 21. Isaiah chapter 48. And we're reading from verses 12 to 41. Please, I encourage you, if you're um, reading with your phone, highlight the highlighted text on the screen. If you're reading with your Bible physically in print, please make note of the scriptures because I believe that they would bless you in no little way. Hallelujah. Okay? And so I read. It says... Listen to me, O Jacob, and Israel. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things that I, I love to do is to create a background behind the scripture for us to understand 
who is speaking and who is being spoken to. Hallelujah. Mind you that here, the prophet Isaiah was speaking as inspired by the Holy Spirit. But again, the originator of this message was the pre-incarnate Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I will explain in the course of us reading this text. And so here he says, listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, my called. He says, I am he. I am the first and I am also the last. Indeed, my hand has laid the foundations of the earth and my right hand has stretched out the heavens. When I call to them, they stand up together. You see, God is trying to establish his supremacy here on the earth because he was trying to make the people of Israel understand the integrity of who is giving this message. Hallelujah. Because they needed to understand the credibility or the um, reputation of the one who is speaking. And so here it says, all of you, assemble yourselves and hear who among them has declared these things. The Lord loves him. He shall do his pleasure on Babylon and his arm shall be against the Chaldeans. Hallelujah. The Babylon here represents the ungodly. The Chaldeans here represents the ungodly. And here it says in 15, I, even I, have, have spoken. Yes, I have called him. I have brought him and his way will prosper. I, I wish I can hear you say an amen. Hallelujah. Many a times we love to attribute prosperity to only money. But allow me to tell you that prosperity simply means peace of mind. Hallelujah. Prosperity simply means peace of mind. And so anything that makes for man to have peace in his mind is what prosperity is all about. Could it be in your health? Could it be in your marriage? Could it be in your career or your academics or um, the works of your hands or even your finances? Anything that makes for peace of mind is regarded as one being prosperous. Hallelujah. And the verse 16 here, it says, come near to me, hear this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it was, I was there. And now the Lord God and his spirit has sent me. Capital M is talking about Jesus here. And it says, thus says the Lord, your redeemer, the holy one of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way that you should go. Hallelujah. I'll read that again. It says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way that you should go. I'll just take a break and just explain certain things to us as, as is laid in my heart even as I speak. You see, one of the things that my, my, my mom would always tell me, because I think it is prevalent with men, Whenever we are driving in an unknown territory, because I, I noticed this with my parents, whenever you're driving in an unknown territory, okay, ideally, men, in the sense of our ego, we don't love to ask for directions. We believe that we have the sat-nav in our spirit, and so for that reason, I can navigate my way. And my mom would always tell me, and she says, the person who asks for direction never gets lost. Praise God. 
The person who asks for direction never gets lost. Now, let me give you a context. In this passage here now, Jesus is saying, I am the Lord. Mind you, in the verse 16, he was trying to make the people of Israel understand that if anybody knows how to navigate the terrains of this earth, is I. Why? Because he says... I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. In other words, he has been here even before time began. And it says, from the time it was, I was there. And now the Lord God and his spirit have sent me. Thus says the Lord, your redeemer, the holy one of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Hallelujah. There is a way that you and I should go that we would reach our destination. Hallelujah. Um, if memory serves me right, remember there was a story of a young and an old prophet in the book of Kings. And the Bible says that God expressly told this young prophet, when you are going to deliver my message, after you have delivered my message, do not go the way that you came, but go in a different way. Why? Because God intended for the young prophet to reach his destination. Unfortunately, unfortunately, along the way, he was getting direction from people who did not send him on the errand in the first place. Hallelujah. And so here in the verse 18, it carries on to say, Oh, that you had heeded my commandments. Hallelujah. Oh, that you had heeded my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants also would have been like the sand and offspring of your body like the grains of the sand. His name would not have been cut off nor destroyed before me. Hallelujah. And the verse 22 to 21, it says, Go forth from Babylon, flee from the Chaldeans with a voice of singing. Declare and proclaim this. Utter it to the end of the earth. Hallelujah. Utter it to the ends of the earth. Verse 20. The Lord has redeemed his servant, Jacob. Hallelujah. And the verse 21. And they did not thirst when he led them through the deserts he caused the waters to flow from the rock for them he also split the rock and the waters gushed out i pray in the name of jesus that in the course of this year the lord would lead you and i hallelujah that he will lead us through the deserts and he will cause waters to flow from the rock for them in other words Whenever he's leading, everything that represents an impossibility as a result of his presence makes it possible for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But again, before I carry on for what I have for us today, allow me to say Happy New Year. Hallelujah. Happy New Year. Unlike previous years, there is every reason to be happy much more for this year. You know, I was speaking to my mom again um, on New Year's Day, and she was saying that 
over the 60-something years of her life, she has never experienced a year like 2020. Hallelujah. And so for that reason, there is a need for us as a family to be grateful. There's a need for us as a family to put things in perspective. Yes, 2021 may not have worked out or panned out the way you planned. Things, you may have had setbacks and the likes, but whatever it is, so long as there's breath in our lungs, God demands our praise. So long as there's breath in our lungs, God demands our gratitude. Why? Because if you're grateful, God would make it happen for you. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise God. Okay? Every new year, every new year, as a matter of as, as a way of introduction or introducing my sermon this morning, every new year, People make New Year resolutions. I believe you're one of them. Hallelujah. People write down, as a matter of fact, as a, at our crossover service, you know, I personally as well, I have written down things that I expect to see in my 2021. Hallelujah. And so everyone makes New Year resolutions. Number two, everyone makes plans and goals for the year. Hallelujah. Everyone makes plans and goals for the year. Every company, as a matter of fact, would make budgets or forecasts of what they expect to see in quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, and even quarter four, which is the end of the year. And as, and as a result of that, that is what would guide their actions all throughout the year. And so, rightfully so, it is good to, uh, to plan. Rightfully so, it is good to have goals because only a focused person would have these things in place knowing that there is a destination that I want to get to. Oftentimes, I say it that your legs can only go where your eyes can see. Hallelujah. Your legs can only go where your eyes can see. And so by virtue of having goals and plans is a proof of the vision of the ideas or the things that are laid in your heart that you want to see fulfilled in this year, 2021. However, all these things that I've said are powered by one thing. Hallelujah. All these things that I've said, they are powered by one thing. And what is that thing? Choices. Hallelujah. All these things that I've said, they are powered by what? Choices. Choices, choices, choices. And the evidence of choices is because there is a variety in the path of every man. Hallelujah. There is a variation of options for any single person. And so for that reason, at some point in time, you and I must make a choice. Hallelujah. You and I must make a choice. And the question that I want to ask you this Sunday morning is this. What choices are you going to be making in the year 2021? Hallelujah. What choices are you going to be making in the year 2021? Hallelujah. And here in my sermon notes, I said, our choices, praise God, our choices are a proof of the quality of our decision making. Hallelujah. Our choices validate how well or the quality of our ability to make good decisions. Hallelujah. 
a man of God, Apostle Joshua Selman, often says that we may be born looking like our parents. Hallelujah. We may be born looking like our parents, but we will all die looking like our decisions. Hallelujah. I'll say it again. We may be born looking like our parents, but everyone will die looking like the choices they have made. And so for that reason, if you want to live a life that is free of regrets, then you realize that at some point in time in your life, some decisions would need to be made. Hallelujah. Some decisions would need to be made. But the reality of it is this. How can I make good decisions even if I don't know what the future holds? How can I make good decisions even if I don't know how things will pan out? But the Bible tells me in the book of Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12, Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12, and it says that there is a way, hallelujah, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of that way is death. Hallelujah. Proverbs 14 verse 12, that there is a way. Remember I said that our lives are powered by our choices and our choices are a proof of the quality of our decision making. And there is a need and if you and I are going to live in the plans and purposes of God for our lives in 2021 and beyond, if you and I are going to fulfill God's plan for our lives in this year, 2021, there is a need for you and I to make good decisions. And those decisions must be as a result of one thing. Praise God. And therefore Solomon was saying here in Proverbs 14 verse 12 that there is a way that seems right. There is a way that seems right to a man but its end is the way of death. The reality of it is at every point in time we will be at crossroads. Praise God. We will be at crossroads. And for many of us who are seeing the image on the screen, if I was to ask you, how many options does the man on the screen have? Many of us will say two. But I dare say that there are three options that he has to make. Number one, the first option is to stay there and do nothing. The, the decision to do nothing is also a decision. Hallelujah. In other words, indecision is a decision. Hallelujah. The second one or the th and the third one is either to go left or to go right. But the reality of it is whether he chooses left or right, there is something waiting at the end of that road. One could be evil and the other could be good. And so we realize from the text that we read earlier on, Jesus was speaking and he said, before time began, I was here. Praise God. Before time began, I was here. And he said, oh, I wish that you would have heeded to my commandments. Let's read that together again. It's in Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48 verse 19. Praise God. Isaiah 48 verse 18, sorry. It says, oh, 
that you had heeded my commandments. It says, then your peace would be like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. If there's any prayer that you must pray, 365 days of this year is, Lord, lead me. Oh, Lord, lead me. I do not know which way to go, but I submit to your wisdom. I acknowledge that my, that my intellect is limited because many a times, you know, you, know, you know, for many of us who saw the prophecy for 2021 through our Father in the Lord, Pastor Ia Deboe, one of the things that struck me there is that he said, the last line, I mean, I had to show my wife, I said, look at this. And the last line says that in this year, 2021, everybody must take responsibility for the outcome of this year. Praise God. In other words, things would not just happen because you want them to happen. Things would only happen on account of the choices you and I make. And there is a need, there is an urgent need for us to be led by God. Because according to the scripture that I read earlier, in the last verse of that passage in the verse 21, the Bible says what? And they did not thirst. Praise God. When he led them through the deserts, he caused the waters to flow from the rock for them. And he also split the rock and the waters gushed out. Hallelujah. And they did not thirst when he led them. And so the reality of this is this. If you and I are going to escape the scourge of this year, there is a need for God to be the one doing the leading and you and I doing the following and not the other way around. Because many a times we want to lead and let God follow. So that therefore whenever we encounter a challenge on the path, oh Lord, clear the mountain for me and let me carry on. But that is not the way because the Bible says what? They did not thirst when the Lord led them. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will be led by God this year. That you will not be influenced by the things happening around us. But you will indeed be led by God. Hallelujah. And so that brings me to the question now. How then does God lead? Praise God. How then does God lead? How then does God lead? How then does God lead? The Bible says in the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 23. Now, Apostle Paul was speaking and he says, Now, may the God of peace sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that God is a spirit. Okay? That God is a spirit. In other words, if you and I are going to be led by God, we must be spiritual. Praise God. If you and I are going to be led by God, we must be spiritual. We must not, we cannot afford to be led by the flesh. Remember, the passage we read, Proverbs 14 verse 12, it says, There is a way that seems right. The element of seeming there is that it looked like it was going to be right. In other words, it was influenced on account of the flesh. 
Praise God. And the scripture says that God is a spirit. Hallelujah. And they that worship him must do so in spirit and in truth. When you look at the anatomy of man, man first and foremost is a spirit. Praise God. And that's why at the point where anybody dies, their spirit did not die. Their body only died. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it says that man is a spirit. And what? He has a soul. In other words, the soul is that place where our emotions, our thoughts, and our will come from. And it says that and this man lives in a body. Hallelujah. In other words, our body is just a tent. That is why Apostle Paul was saying that I prefer to depart and be with the Lord, which is better. But for your sakes, I will remain. In other words, he understood that this flesh that we look at, little wonder, the Bible says that what, when Christ would come to redeem us, we will be given a new body. Hallelujah. We will, we will be given a change of raiment. We will be given a change of garment. An imperishable garment without blemish. Praise God. So, acknowledging the fact that first and foremost, man is a spirit. Remember, we are looking at how then does God lead? How then does God lead? How then does God lead? Job 32 verse 8. Job 32 verse 8, it tells us, but there is a spirit in man. Hallelujah. There is a spirit in man and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Hallelujah. There is a spirit in man, but the breath of the Almighty giveth that man understanding. I like how the Amplified Version expressed the same text. The Amplified Version says, but there is a vital force and a spirit of intelligence in man. And the breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. In other words, except God is the one leading, the reality of it is although we possess a force, a vital force, a spirit of intelligence, except God is the one leading, there is no point. Hallelujah. There is no point. There is no point. And if there's anything you and I must be wary of in this year, 2021, is that we must not be led by feelings. Hallelujah. We cannot afford trial and error in this year. No. Life is too precious for us to live it based on trial and error. We must be led by God. Remember the passage says, and they did not thirst when he led them in the desert. Hallelujah. I was reading a book by um, Kenneth E. Hagen of Blessed Memory. On, and, and the book is titled, How to Know the Will of God for Your Life. How to Know the Will of God for Your Life. I recommend it for anyone who is willing to... Um, Check it out. Read it. How to know the will of God for your life. And this is what he had to say in that book. He said that feeling is the voice of the body. Hallelujah. Feeling is the voice of the body. 
And if we are going to go by the voice of the body, that means I can only do things when I feel like doing it. Praise God. I can only pray when I feel like praying. I can only fast when I feel like fasting. I can only give when I feel like giving. Then you realize that what if God is saying to do and you don't feel like it? Praise God. That's when you, you begin to question, how submitted are you? Because remember, in that passage we read, in Isaiah 48, the Bible says, and God was speaking, said, I am the Lord, your Redeemer. The evidence of Lord or Lordship is honor. That means, at no longer am I at liberty to decide what I should do and shouldn't do. And my posture before God would be, when you say I move, I move. When you say I stay, I stay. Because I am no longer my own. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 and 20, it says, do you not know that you were bought with a price? Hallelujah. You were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body, which is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Feeling is the voice of the body. Number two, reason. In other words, your mind. It says reason is the voice of the mind. In other words, we would only want to do things when it makes sense. Hallelujah. That's what reason is. Because you are, until I appeals to my logic, I cannot do it. And like I've often shared here, a man of God said that the wisdom of God is in the reverse. In other words, what God is saying to do is what the world is saying don't do. What the world is saying, don't do, is what God is saying. You know, I was watching a video yesterday, and the man who was preaching said, isn't it funny that God in the scripture, the Bible says that God is love. Hallelujah. God is love. However, in the world that we live in today, Love simply means, if I have any feeling towards you, that means that feeling I feel is love, but not so. Hallelujah. And so for the world, they are saying that love is God. But the reverse is the case. God is love. Praise the Lord. And that's why you will see that no wonder those who don't know God don't know what love truly means. The love that we celebrate in the world today is not the love of God, but the love that is exalted by the human mind. Praise God. And finally, it says here that conscience is the voice of the spirit. Hallelujah. Conscience is the voice of the spirit. In other words, if God is going to lead you and I, he would need to appeal to our spirit for us to discern. Remember the Bible says in the book of Job, in the book of Job, the Bible says here that what? That there is a spirit in man. It says, but what? The candle, no sorry, I, I, th I think it was in Proverbs. It says that what? That the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And he what? Searcheth the inward parts of the man. In other words, when God is going to lead, when God is going to direct, 
It must be through our conscience. However, there is a caveat to that. Anyone who has not accepted Jesus as their Lord cannot be led via their conscience. Why do I say this? Go with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. Look at what Apostle Paul was saying here. And he says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. It says what? But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. It says, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. In other words, only the conscience of a regenerated spirit, a spirit that has been quickened by the blood of Jesus. Because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And when we are regenerated, the Bible says that I will give you a new heart. No longer a heart of stone, but a heart of flesh. A heart that is tilted towards the things of God. A heart that is not hardened towards the things of God. Paul was speaking and he said that if... The gospel is hidden to them, is hidden to those who are perishing. Why? Because their conscience has been seared with iron. Hallelujah. Therefore, there is a need for us to ensure that at every point in time, I am not being influenced by the spirit, sorry, by the flesh, but only by the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how does God lead us? All throughout this month, we'll be taking it every Sunday because we'll take our time. How does God lead us? Number one, God leads us through his word. Hallelujah. He leads us through his word. The psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. At what point in time do we need lamp and light if not when it is in darkness? Praise God. And this is why we need divine direction. Because the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 60, it says, gross darkness shall cover the people. Hallelujah. There is a need for us to be led by God. And one of the ways through which God leads us the foundational way through which God would lead is through his word. Hallelujah. Number two is through visions. Praise God. Number three is true dreams. And number four is the inward witness. Hallelujah. I conclude with this saying by Pastor Andy Stanley. And he says... Divine direction begins with unconditional submission. Hallelujah. In other words, I am not saying God lead me today and leave me tomorrow. No. I'm saying God lead me all the way. I'll say it again. Our approach is not saying God lead me today and leave me alone tomorrow. Our posture before God should and always be, 
lead me all the days of my life. King David understood this when he said, the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. He leads me beside the still waters. It is the responsibility of a good shepherd to direct the way. However, it is the responsibility of the sheep to follow the ways of the shepherd. And I pray that in the course of this month, you and I will submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit such that we would reach to that land where we are not thirsty, but our needs are fully met and the name of the Lord is glorified. Hallelujah. But like I said earlier on, the carnal man, the natural man, the ungodly one, the one who hasn't accepted Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior cannot be led by God. Hallelujah. And so if that is your decision this Sunday morning, and you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life, you want to be that sheep that he would lead, why don't you say this prayer with me and say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me on the cross of Calvary. And on the third day, you rose again. I confess myself before you as a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. As I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you have said this prayer, allow me to say congratulations because you are welcomed into the family of the beloved. Jesus speaking says that the Son of Man did not come to save the righteous, but the unrighteous. And so therefore, I want to say congratulations. Please do well to send us a message. For those who are watching on Facebook, send us a private message. We would send you resources that are capable of building you to that person Jesus wants you to be. Let's just bow our heads even as we pray. Everlasting Father God in heaven, we thank you for your word that has come our way this morning. Thank you for the light that has shone forth. Father God in heaven, I pray that you would preserve this word in the heart of your people. That Lord, oh God in heaven, the issues of this life would not choke up the word in our lives. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Amen.